Hey, 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 welcome back to Fig Talk. Um, so today I want to talk about the stress and anxiety that I had to deal with going into 2017. Um, and then kind of fast forwarded to present day that, um, you know, how I'm still battling it and, you know, how I'm overcoming it. Um, basically, like uh, the strength that I've like found in it. Um, so going into 2017, it was real. The big the big shocker was learning how to accept that I was a single dad, that baby girl Ember was not coming back um, and that I was responsible for two very beautiful children that she left me it was it was very very hard to um, accept that um, and to not have anxiety uh, at night obviously when going to bed because you're the only you're the only adult or the only like, um, the only, the only, the only person in the building that can actually do something for a child. Like, you know, it's like, I, I didn't even have like a, a, a older baby, old, older child. Like that was like 10, you know, even then I probably would, you know, have a little bit of like, um, relief because like, if, you know, something did happen, at least a 10 year old could get up, and, you know, pick up the phone or something. Like I always had this fear, like, Oh my goodness, like, what if I, what if I die in my sleep? Like, or what if something happens? Like, and like, I, I like, I fall, and I, I, I like hit my head and I knock out. Like, I would always have these, th- these things kind of pop into my head. And, um, you know, and then the stress just of like, of learning how to like, you know, get two kids ready and get out the door, like to go to work. And, um, which is a lot for those of you that may not know, I mean, I'm sure any mom out there can tell you it's like a, you know it's, it's the hardest thing is getting out the freaking door on time um and then just the stress too of just having being a dog owner with two kids you know and um carrying the emotional weight of like you know uh, losing y- your best friend your loved one your uh, 10 years just in the blink of an eye gone um so it, yeah just <clears throat> adjusting to being a single dad uh and then just kind of you know uh pacing myself to go back to work and adjusting uh being uh, a service advisor that hasn't had time to grieve for his wife and is really sad inside and sees life differently you know because of what has happened to him and sees the the flaws in in humanity and society you know like the the, the fact that they it, you know we, we care about the most ridiculous stuff and and we um we put uh what um what would be the word we put just things that aren't of the things that really have no value we, we hold them at the highest when we really shouldn't um and learning how to like, like cope with, uh, with that and coexist with really selfish people at the time is what I felt, you know, and then just, um, just dealing with this, like the lack 
of control. You know, it was like, I think that's what really gave me stress was the lack of control and everything where it was like scenario really quick. Like I would get home from picking up my kids and my mother-in-laws and the commute was about 25 minutes um, to her house and then another 25 minutes back. So when I got off work, my commute was an hour to get home, even though work was 15 minutes or my home was 15 minutes from work. Um, And it was even worse in the morning. It would be an hour and a half going to my mother-in-law's total before I actually got to work because I'd be sitting in the traffic but yeah so getting home from work and having two dogs that hadn't seen you since noon and these two kids two-year-old and a six-month-old just sitting there and you're like okay um I can just take them with me to go let the dogs out but these aren't small dogs and I my daughter couldn't walk I had to hold her um and it would just get difficult So I would just like leave her in her car seat a lot of times, put her in front of the TV, like, you know, obviously a good distance away. And I put my son on the couch and say, you know, you guys just stay right here. Obviously, my daughter wasn't going to go anywhere. She was in the car seat and couldn't walk yet. Um, But I would tell my son, you know, just wait right here, baby boy. Like, daddy, daddy will be right back. And I, you know, and the spot where I would let the pups out was about 30 feet away. But I could still see the front door to the apartment. Obviously, I would lock it regardless if I could see the front door. And, but just the, 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 the stress of like, okay, I should say fear too. Like just, um, like hopefully there's nothing going on. Like hopefully everything's okay inside, even though I was only gone for like, maybe, maybe like five to seven minutes at a time. You know, it's like when I would do it because you couldn't rush the dogs. You got to let them do their, do their thing. You know, and it's like, and if they had to do number one or number two, like you, you had to let them do their thing. You couldn't just rush them and say, hey, hurry up. You know, I got kids in there. They don't, they don't understand that. So, you know, and then like the stress, like of um, when I would leave, you know, it's like if I forgot something in the apartment and I already had the kids loaded up, it's like, oh, I don't want to unload them. Let me run in real fast and go get this and like run back. Obviously lock the truck, but still it's like that fear and that, that that stress it's like oh my god i'm failing as a single dad like i can't get this you know not being able to get out the door yeah it's just really really stressful like i mean i'll just take you through a day like i remember waking up and as soon as i woke up i, w- I would freak out as soon as i woke up i would have a panic attack because i would already real i would already feel like i overslept even though i wake up to my alarm i already feel like i, I didn't have enough time like, it was going to be impossible to get out of the house. And, like, you know, your kids, they, they want to play and they want to do stuff. And, like, so my son would be playing and I would be trying to get him dressed. And and then my daughter would start crying because she was kind of hungry. And, and like, and it would be hard to keep her entertained sometimes. And I had to console her. Like, it was just very demanding. And it was very stressful. And then the, the moments, I would have moments where I would, like, get everything good and I'd be ready to get out the door and I'd load the, the kids in the car and I forgot to let the dogs out because I was so like into getting the kids out and getting out on time to be able to make it to work on time. I, I would forget to let my dogs out. So then I would have to run back inside, let them out. Obviously, like luckily, like it wasn't really convenient, but luckily where my door was, I could see the, the, the truck. There's like an alleyway. Uh, or like a, 
a foyer, I think is what it's called. And, um, you know, like I, from my door, if I parked in a particular spot, I could see my truck. So then when I would come out, like the kids, we would see me with the dogs out and I would let my son know, like I'm letting the puppies out. I forgot to let them out. I'll be right back. And then, you know, I obviously, again, like I said, you, you had to kind of like wait and it wasn't even like a morning walk. Like these dogs were used to getting morning walks. Like they were used to in the morning, like I would get up and walk them, you know, because like Ember would be inside with Riker or even prior to the um, kids, like I would get up or she would get up, you know, and she would go do a quick walk with them. Um, so they they had to adjust too to the fact that when they when they went out, they weren't they weren't going on a walk. It was just going out to, you know, pee and poop and do your thing. And, and, it, and it would it would crush me as a dog owner, like, you know, because, you know, for anyone out there that doesn't have kids but has dogs, like, they, 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 they're, they are your kids. So, like, when I would go through this, like, I would feel like I was neglecting my children by not walking them. So then I would, I would be headed to where I was supposed to go, whether it was my mom's or my mother-in-law's, and kind of feel bad. You know, and if I had forgotten something in the apartment, I, I would be feeling bad and kind of critiquing myself as I would go. But yeah, it's like just that stress of um, adjusting to being a single dad and accepting the fact that it wasn't going to change was it, it was, it, it, like crazy. And then the anxiety that I would get would just be from the uh, fact that, you know, everything that was running through my mind at the time, just like, you know, are the kids going to be OK? Like, you know, what if something happens to me, then they don't have parents, like, you know, or like, you know, and, uh, what if I don't wake up or I'm the only one here? Like, what if somebody breaks in, you know, or like, what if there's a fire? Like all these scenarios started pouring down on me, like uh, when I would be laying in bed. So a lot of times I would just hop into prayer and just try to pray through the fear and try to, um, talk talk it out with God and like, you know, and get angry with them and, you know, curse at them, say what I needed to say to them. Like, I mean, if, if there's anyone that was going to handle my anger and my pain, it was going to be him. Um, so, I mean, and, and that, that helped me a bunch. It helped me a lot. Um, but you know, and then fast forwarding, you know, past, um, 2017 going through the anniversary of, you know, my wife's, um, passing, like it was, just pure sadness you know just like pure sadness like I, I I couldn't get away from it and and then you know uh Thanksgiving was sad and, and uh, Christmas was sad and, and New Year's was sad and, I, and I'll never forget like um in 2017 going into 2018 I, I really did in the, in the year at the end of the year like I, I really did like ask myself like is this what it's gonna be like am I always gonna be sad like I don't, I don't want this I don't want to always be sad. So then like, you know, um, going into 2018, you know, you kind of settled in like I, I am a single dad. You started to accept the fact that, that that's what it was going to be. And that's, that's, that's who I am. Started to lose my identity in my kids, you know, just like looking, looking to just please them and keep them happy and got lost in that. And then fast forward to present day, like I just, just realized that it's like, I need to take care of myself. And, um, and this, this happened 
all because of uh, something that started in probably around May 2018. I uh, I went to go get a haircut, and my father-in-law, like, says, John, are you stressed? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, why? <laughs> and uh, and he's like, you you have a spot on the back of your head. And I was like, oh no no no, I was like, I, I just got bit by a spider the other day. Like I felt it and I scratched it. I was like, and he was like, no, this is not a spider bite. It's like this is alopecia. I've seen this before. And he's a barber. So I was like, oh, okay, I can't really, like, you know, argue with the barbers. He sees the back of people's heads all the time. So um, I was like, okay. I was like, all right, well, is it, what is it, was it from? He's like, he's like, it's from stress. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, all right, cool. It's like, I'll watch my stress then. I was like, you know, and I arrogantly said, I was like, I'll just kind of watch my stress levels and calm down. I was like, little did I know, it's not really how it works. And um, I, uh, I, I went home and did some research on it and you know first thing that pops up is you know um, you know high stress levels um, bereavement uh, bingo and um, financial issues bingo you know and it's like <clears throat> it made me realize like what I stress about on a, what I was stressing about on a daily um, so it was like finances. And then the bereavement, obviously, you know, the grieving and, and then just the high stress levels would just be like, you know, the worrying about my kid's future, you know, worrying about my future. And, um, so then I just decided, I was like, you know what? I was like, I know how I'm not going to worry about any of this stuff. I was like, I'm going to go get, you know, go make money. So I, instead of slowing down, I pushed the, you know, I guess the accelerator to the floor. And um, in that, well, while I was doing that, I realized that I needed to uh, change up my diet because I had already been putting my um, my foot, to the, uh, as far as the accelerator goes, I, I'd already been going full throttle. That's what I'm trying to say. Like so, so much that for my lunch for about two months, this is roughly about two months, I was eating nothing but canned tuna and crackers. So clearly that was not, a healthy choice and it was very bad for me and I knew that I needed to replace that and change that and start to um at least try to incorporate veggies into my diet somewhere some way um because of all the studies that I've done and research that my mother-in-law's done and my mom's done like you know greens and vegetables they definitely are needed in the body and they do wonders for us um so uh, I started to change up my diet and, uh, you know, did some research on it. And it did say like, you know, anywhere between 12 to 48 months, you know, before your hair starts to grow back. You know, I was like, OK, that's not too bad. I got a little nickel size um, spot that I can tolerate, I can deal with. Little did I know that uh, I was going to lie to myself for. See, it was May 2018. We're in January. So it's about uh, yeah, about eight months. Maybe seven months. Yeah, we're uh it was basically in December. I'm terrible at math. Um so in December, around Christmas time, I realized that I had 
not been dealing with the actual stress not been dealing yes i changed up the diet and it it did help a little bit but i hadn't been dealing with the actual stress i've just been suppressing it i've been pushing it away and just you know try not to worry um so then i decided to kind of dive into like you know um my sleep also look at my sleep schedule so in that i you know came across a couple books a book called sleep smarter and then a book um called the uh was it the i think it was like the art of like letting go of a habit or changing your habits is by a guy named Joe Despenenza. And I forget what, who wrote the book sleep smarter, um, but they're both really, really good authors. Um, so the one with Joe Despenenza, like he basically talks about meditation a lot, talks about how like, um, when you're stressed out, you are in a state of survival, which like when I read that part in the book, I was just like, Whoa, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I'm in a state of survival. I've been trying to survive for the past two years. Um, and, uh, you know, because the stress really started like, what, about four months prior to losing Ember. So, yeah, it had been about two, two, two years. Yeah, about two years. And I realized, I was like, yeah, so I have been in a survival state for that long. And not uh, eating right not resting right so i started focusing on that um and in december like i said in december i realized that um like i got i was starting to get my sleep but i realized that i was still stressing i was still um overwhelmed with pleasing everyone around me um and i had basically like lost myself when I look back at it right now, we're in January, um, finishing up the first month in 2019. Um, when I look back at it now, it, it was really about like the the levels of stress were really coming from the 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 thought of people seeing me fail and the thought of everybody looking at me like I'm, I was I was I was a victim. Like, I was, like, you know, um, handicapped in some kind of way. And, <clears throat> and that just, you know, wasn't the case. It was just kind of, I was just building that up in my own head. Um, and so, like, you know, um, the repercussions of me suppressing the stress, you know, up until December were the fact that the hair was never, was not growing back and it had grown to... I guess it's like about the size of a half dollar, maybe just slightly bigger. But um, I can say that in December, um, it's it has, at the end of December, kind of right, right moving into Christmas, it's starting to grow back because, you know, I've, I've, I've truly uh, started to, you know, confront the stress and the anxiety that I've been, that I've been dealing with and, and the anxiety of like, you know, other people worried about other people's opinions and and the stress about like you know failing you know i realized like you know it's if if i'm gonna fail um a good a good friend of mine said said it to me the other day like if you're gonna fail just make sure you learn from your failure to move forward you know that way the next time you come uh, across something that's very similar you've already learned 
from that. So there's no need for it to, to go through it the same exact way. Yeah, so... <clears throat> and then the anxiety as far as like, you know, just learning how to just accept the fact that everybody's going to have an opinion. Regardless if you do 100% well and perfectly, everybody's going to have an opinion. Um, and I am happy to report that the hair is starting to grow back. And it is awesome. It's amazing. Um, oh, but yeah, prior to December, I missed this part. Like prior to December, me realizing that it was growing and it was getting bigger, other spots started to um, come up. So a total, I have one, two, three, four, five, about, yeah, five spots. The four spots on the right side of my head are like the size of a penny, um, but they're completely bald. Like, so if I like brush my hair up, like it, it's kind of, it's kind of funny looking. And then as far as like the big one, if I brush my hair up, it's kind of weird looking. It literally looks like I went to the matrix, like, like, or I should say, like, I look like a character from the movie, the matrix, like in like where they insert that thing in the back of their head. That's literally what it looks like. <laughs> I was even making fun of it the other day with my mom and I was just like, Oh yeah, you know, you tell my my matrix port. I was like, yeah, so it's, my, it's like my USB. It's where I load up data to learn how to do things. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I've learned to accept where I'm at. I've learned to accept how I failed. Um, my failures uh, are my strengths. Um, I, I will admit to you that I, I'm not the perfect dad. I've never been the perfect employee and I have not been and probably won't be the perfect friend. Um, but I have learned to, um, overly communicate with the people that I love and the people that I care for and the friends that I have. Um, and in that I've learned that, you know, if they're just, if they feel discomfort or if they feel like I'm being uh I guess overbearing with my communication just let it be and me just continue to be me and I mean like um I, I had a couple uh, um incidents happen like I found I found a recently I found a note um that my wife had made for me that I I'd never seen during the time period of us being together um maybe I had seen it and I just I just don't recall it but it 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 basically jump-started the, the whole train on me giving my testimony and me sharing this and me not having a problem with recording myself, seeing myself on camera, like just, you know, just being me and being genuine. Um, you know, you could approach me now and, you know, call me out for something that I did to you or call me out. And, and if I was wrong, I'll tell you, uh, I was wrong and I'm sorry. You know, and it's like, how can we move forward? Or, you know, were you just looking for closure? Like, I mean, what, what, what you know, what are we going to do about, about that? Because there, I've definitely hurt people out there. You know, I, I've never been the perfect friend. Like I said, I've never been the perfect son. I've never been the perfect uh, sibling, you know, cousin, uh, brother-in-law. So it, it's, um, it, it's, it's liberating is what I can say. And, you know, just to, you know, not feel any social anxiety as far as like what I have in the back of my head, like 
the other day I was in the grocery store and this lady was like, um, she kind of tapped me on the shoulder. She's like, I'm really sorry to ask you this. And, and I was like, yeah. And she's like, she's like, do you, do you have alopecia? And, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, I do. And I was like, that's a very odd thing to, to ask somebody. I was like, but yeah. And then she, uh, started to tell me also what a, uh, a lady, uh, told me at my, um, doctor's office. She was like, that's typically seen in women, not men. And what I've concluded from that, because especially being that this is uh, was the first, she was the first woman that ever told me that. But then recently, this lady at my son's or my kid's doctor's office told me the same thing. And what what I kind of conclude from that, my observation from that is like because when I did my research, I did find that out too. It's it's predominantly found in women that um, experience alopecia, like the hair loss in the back of the head. And I, my, from my observation, I basically blame it on the fact that women have to do way more than men do, um, as far as when it comes to like, uh, introducing children into the home. Um, so, you know, just, like I said, humbling, it's everything that has happened to me has been humbling. So yeah, just, I, I mean, I guess if anybody's going to take away anything from, from this is, is like, if you're dealing with stress and anxiety, the best thing I think you could do is number one, acknowledge it and become aware of it and admit to yourself that you are either highly stressed or extremely anxious about something. Um, you know, the, the quicker you acknowledge that that's what it is, you, you'll understand the you'll start to understand the feeling you'll start to like pay attention to when it comes um what causes it and then that'll help you kind of break down which way you need to go Um, for me that note that i found that ember had written had all my qualities written down on and her qualities and off to the side um, if you want, you can go look on my Instagram posts. It's, it's, it's on there. Uh, it, uh, it basically said, you know, paraphrasing, you know, John and Ember together, you know, for eternity, love forever. And then with my qualities, like all, all mine and all hers and just, you know, her stating that the reason she loved me was for me. And it was crazy because it was like, she was through the note, obviously she wrote it, but like through the note, she touched my heart again. And made me realize that I just need to be me. And I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a good guy and I don't need to change who I am. I don't need to like mold myself to be this, I guess this perfect figure as far as like, you know, cause everybody always says like, I'm, I'm living an amazing life. Like I always think like, well, I need, maybe I need to be an amazing dude, but I am, that's the thing. Like, you know, Ember fell in love with an amazing guy according to her paper and not saying it like pridefully or with a huge ego just understanding and being self-aware of the fact that I am who I am and I should be happy with who I am and what I have and what God has given me and, it, and I, it's it's so liberating like you know it's like uh, you know this, this guy me has financially right now is so broken but i i I still want to get my story out i still want to do this and i still want to like 
document my kids lives and our life together and how our journey is and i'm not letting money you know get in the way of that i'm not letting people's opinions get in the way of that no longer because like i i realize like i i'm a great guy like i i you know and it's like i know i have my flaws i know i have my weaknesses i know those are all there that's like i said self-awareness is key but I do have a lot of strengths and I'm leaning on those strengths right now because that's what I want to focus on. And that's what made me like um, who I was and, and who I am now. And I say was because I, I did lose myself there for about two years in my kids. Felt like I was just the dad, the dad mom. That was it. You know, I neglected friendships. Um I neglected my parents. I neglected my family. You know, like, I don't know how many times families invited me out. And I just be like, oh, I can't because I got this. Or, you know, I had the fear of getting a babysitter because I didn't want my kids to feel like daddy wasn't going to be there. Um, and I, felt, I didn't want anybody to, like, say anything like, oh, why do you have a babysitter? Why aren't you with your kids? You know, like, but now it's like, I mean, I, I value... Um, advice you know but i mean if if all you're gonna do is judge me i mean go ahead judge me it's it's not gonna hurt me um unless you know if you want to know me then you know come know me come get to know me but i mean i'm no longer worried about people's opinions and i'm no longer worried about being the perfect dad i know i can't be a uh a dad mom or a mom, dad, whatever you want to call it, but I can be a damn good dad. And that's what I'm a focus on now going into 2019 is being a really, really good dad that knows how to communicate, um, you know, mentally and emotionally to my kids and prepares them for life. Constantly reminding myself that I am preparing my kids for life. I'm not protecting them from life. I'm not trying to keep them from life. I'm preparing them, helping them understand that this world is broken. And the only thing that can really, 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 really hold you together through it is God. And, you know, and uh, at the end of the day, I, I, I just I, I would, what I would love for someone to take away from this is just, you know, just start to just uh, not listen so much to other people if you're experiencing high stress levels and high anxiety levels look internally stop looking outwardly towards things just look internally because the answer's there you know and it's like and whether it be if you want to just um start writing down your qualities and and you know break yourself down a little bit <clears throat> do it now now i know there are cases out there you know where you know it's medically you know, it's just something, you know, neurologically that is imbalanced, you know, but, but for the most part, you know, if, if, if you feel like you can get a grasp on it, if you just really like sit down and slow down and pay attention to like, you know, what, what, um, what, what you need. Um, and, and, and I think it can kind of, um, come to, come to terms with like the fact that a lot of times like your stress and your anxiety branches off the fact that you're worried about what other people think. And you're worried about what 
Um, people may say, as far as I, I, I know, I was worried about that. But yeah, I mean, um, that, that pretty much wraps up, you know, um, this segment. I, I just, I really wanted to just kind of touch on stress and anxiety that I dealt with and that I still deal with on a regular. Um, I'll keep you guys updated as far as like, you know, um, this alopecia uh, journey, <laughs> um, which I'm actually going to do a segment on YouTube to kind of show um, and kind of like show what I'm doing, the things, the steps that I'm taking aside from, you know, sitting in prayer and meditating and, you know, just being self-aware. I, I am doing some things as far as my diet goes, um, you know, and as far as like the nutrition for my hair. Um, that naturally is tackling it. You know, there are medications out there that, that I guess can kind of treat it and, and start to help the, the hair follicles grow, but there are also natural ways to go about it. You don't always got to go for a pill. Um, you can if you want the quick remedy, but I mean, I'm fine with doing it naturally and just allowing my body to talk to me. But uh, thanks for listening and I hope you guys enjoyed it.